Welcome back to Movie Trailer Reviews Podcast. Your host Chris and Ro here. And I don't even, well, I know we need to talk about it. I know we need to do it. But we're here to just talk about Spider-Man No Way Home. But like, come on, guys. <laughs> come on. This is one of those films where I know we have to do the review for because we were going, we wonder what you said about it. And we'll definitely be doing a spoiler review with Deepalm. He sees it. Uh, this is Thursday. So he sees it Thursday night. So maybe we'll throw that in on Sunday when we do um, Hawkeye and talk about some other stuff. But like, does it matter? Like, if we were told you that this movie was trash, would you still go to see it? Yes, you would. It doesn't matter what anybody says. Now, thankfully, this movie is not trash. It is very, very good, very, very great. However, like a matter of fact, if you're listening to us talk about this stuff to go, huh, I wonder if I should go see Spider-Man. Don't go see it then. Because you know what? You're going to be that annoying person in the theater. They're going to be asking questions. I don't want you seeing this fucking film. You don't deserve this <laughs> film. If you're waiting for if you're waiting for a review to see if you're going to see Spider-Man No Way Out, do not do, do not go to see it because you're going to be one of those people. Who, well, who is that? Why is that? Why are people cheering? Why do people want that? I don't get it. I don't understand. You know, stay stay your ass home. Stay. You mean the people who were sitting in front of me home. during my press screening who oh, somehow snuck a guest would, in? I would have I would have strangled them. I would have strangled. I'm I I would be in jail. I mean, I'm only not because the people who were in my row were like, "Row." I'm like, man, somebody get her. I was yeah. like, I'll commit a felony today. Not this. Not this. Don't do this to me. Like, yeah. uh, but this is, this is, okay, I'm going to tell you right now, I, I made the mistake of looking at at least some of the headings and the headlines that people are using for this movie. It, just just, just st- stay away from all of it. If you are on social media, you need to mute mute all the words and stay the hell away from variety because i don't know what that person was thinking about they were high they just tried to spoil the whole movie because they don't they don't know how to write a review yeah like so i I actually said up front this is a non-spoiler review so we're not going to review any we're just gonna be talking about in general the theme stuff like that you have to go to premium when depom sees it so we can dig into it because trust me there is a lot to dig in that'll probably be a long spoiler review to to get into that but we're not yeah. doing that here. This is just talking about how grateful we are that Kevin Feige and them went over to Sony and told them, just give it to us. We'll do it from here. Right. But but even more than just that, this movie is not just pandering. It's not just fan service. It's not just kind of picking and choosing and trolling all of the different things and quote geek culture to try to pull it together, to shove it back into the MCU. Um, and by, by the way, if you are putting the words industrial complex after everything that you decide that you don't like, you don't know why people put industrial complex after a word or a concept and you should stop. Because it's racist. Now, the first thing I would like to say that I'm happy with Kevin Feige for is not just that he went to Sony and said, we got it from here again. He understood that he needed to do that. Spider-Man is, is, is a pivot around which a lot of stuff in the MCU will always be happening. And uh, uh, the two previous incarnations of Spider-Man have never acknowledged that Mm -hmm. they've never wanted Spider-Man to be a character that actually lived up to the capability of growth that Peter Parker had. And if you don't come away from this movie with anything else, you will come away from this movie understanding a Tom Holland is a damn good actor, but he's a hell of a Spider-Man 
and a fantastic Peter Parker. Well, and I, and I think that's the thing that has always made the MCU so great. What, what everyone else, even Sony with their other Spider-Man films, which again, in their own right, I enjoyed their other Spider-Man films for the most part, right? Um, they eventually lose track, but the reason why they always lose track is, and, and let me just say this, right? This is once again, so there used to be a rule when it came to superhero films, right? And it, it went on for the longest time and the MCU has completely destroyed that, which was, listen, don't have more than one villain in your film. Don't have more than one villain in your film. You have more than one villain in your film that has significant time. Oh, oh, that film's going to be trash, right? It happened with Spider-Man 3. It happened with uh, the Amazing Spider-Man 2. And even though I liked Amazing Spider-Man 2, I, I, I got to recognize that there were issues with that film, right? Um. Mm -hmm. It happened with the uh, Batman trilogy. Like you, they, you go down the route, and they're like, "We're going to add in more villains," and, it, and, and so it became a rule where you're like, "Well, you have multiple villains in your film. Your film's going to be trash." The MCU has completely destroyed that, and in this film, it's even more. And that's not a spoiler because you know you're getting multiple villains because you see them in the trailer. Like th they've gotten to the point where they're like, "No, we're not going to do that." And why? Because the MCU has done something that it still seems like other films when they make these films don't seem to understand it goes back to what you were saying the character study so mm -hmm. the spider-man films no matter how big they've gotten all three of these and the, and and at this point and i know there are stonings on the name but these are still mcu films and marvel studios behind them these might be the three best trilogies they've done three uh, the best trilogy they've done because every single one of them has been a hit. Like, there's not even like a... Like, with, with Captain America, you're like, oh, okay, the, you know, First Avenger people have issues and things like that and with that, and they get strong. Same thing with the Iron Man films. Like, there's always one you kind of go, oh, okay. Spider-Man, all, all of them have been hits. And it's because all of them have centered around Peter. Yes, he's mm -hmm. Spider-Man. Yes, he has all this power. You know, we have great, great power muscle. You know, we, we get that, right? But in, he embodies it. He doesn't just say it. The character always embodied it, you know. He's, and right, and for the first time in the setup, it hasn't just been about that moment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This, this no way home more than anything has demonstrated that it has been about the journey. Two moments, not just quote that moment, mm -hmm. but many moments and every single time you get to a touchstone it sticks with you because there are moments from toby Maguire's uh spider-man that have stuck with me and you will be satisfied mm -hmm. in no way home there are moments about uh andrew garfield's uh spider-man that got to me and you will be satisfied mm -hmm. in no way home there are moments early in 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 tom holland's that i was wondering well why are you persisting and holding on to that. Mm -hmm. Hasn't he moved past that yet? No, he hadn't. And you will be satisfied as to how, why they held out in No Way Home. But <clears throat> even a more basic thing for me, I think, um, has been the way that they kind of flipped it on its head. And ironically enough, they've done it in a way that's made people miss the point. Like, Peter's still poor. Mm -hmm. his, his, his guardian is still working class. They are rubbing elbows with the Avengers and 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 having a moment where they're deep in the paint in Tony Stark's world. None of those things change the fact that he still lives in a walk up with his aunt. 
he's still, still got to figure out how he's paying for college. That he's still a kid. You know, and, and I think and you're right. And I think that's the thing that people, people, they were, they were so focused. Oh, he's just Tony, 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 and all this. I'm like, you guys are, you guys are missing the point. He's still the kid. Everybody still sees him as the kid. And, 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 and honestly, this is where, honestly, and, and, and this is why I'm so excited. And I'm now I'm thinking again, thinking ahead. I'm so excited to see what the MCU and Kevin Feige do, do with, with X-Men. Because I'm looking at what they did with Spider-Man. And I'm like, well, you, I mean, and again, we've seen what they did with Avengers. We're like, okay, cool. They're going to, but what they did with, 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 with Spider-Man and really making it about him. And like the, the thing about, and the way they do this film and the way they've done this trilogy is, yeah, cool. You introduce Spider-Man in Civil War. He's already coming in and Avengers. He's got all this stuff in there. But the entire time, every time, when you go back and look at those things, you go and look at, at those moments. You're like he's still a kid. Like there's it, there's moments when it, he's like he's he's enjoying the moment. He's there. He's doing all this big stuff. He's saving the world. And you're like, yeah. but he's still just a kid. Every he's, single time that Tony Stark says, "Okay, kid, go home." Yeah. Focus on being this. Be the friendly neighborhood. It's redriven home. Why he kept driving mm. it home the second you realize that's not the association that Doctor Strange has with him. Mm-hmm. And it's not the association that Happy has with him to a lesser extent. Mm-hmm. And the people who always remember that they needed to keep in the forefront of their focus that this is a teenager are mm-hmm. dead. Mm-hmm. And that matters. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be deep in the paint and deep in the lore for Spider-Man the way that you had to to enjoy the Eternals, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and But the things and the beats that happen in the internals and the way that they're reshaping the world at large, Mm -hmm. that matters too. But if you really want to talk about doing a contemporary movie, that's doing the view outside your window, you're talking about Spider-Man. Right. And it it dawned, and it dawned on me when I was super, super, super high yesterday. Um, I'm not just in ragging high. I had to take my meds, but, um, it dawned on me that I think a uh, part of the reason why a lot of people just want to put Spider-Man down is, oh, it's fan service. It's always fan service. It's crash bang pow. It's just loud. All they're trying to do is a money grab. And there are interesting characters in there. Like the things that they're doing with Dr. Strange are phenomenal. And that's where you really expand what you can do in the MCU. And the reason why they continuously disrespect the, the emotional beats about loyalty, love, honor, sacrifice, pain, suffering, growing up, trying to live two different lives and all the things that happen. I truly honestly am starting to think that one of the reason why people miss those emotional beats is because the primary relationships that are central to Peter Parker, not his life around are interracial. His girlfriend's not white. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh no, no. Oh, oh, come on. Well, his girlfriend's not white and his, and his, his best, best friend, friend is, isn't white. white either. Oh, of course not. No, no, no. They're missing that completely. Oh no, of course. Not. Of course. The best oh, comic yeah, relief yeah, 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 in the movie yeah, yeah. is still not from a white guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. They're definitely missing that. That's definitely because of that stuff, right? But um, what's I'm, pissing me off about it is some black people are missing that too. Because again, you do this they, thing where you what? Uh, yeah, I'm telling you, you do this thing where you care about these motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. I don't at this point. No, it's not about caring about them. It's it's about story craftsmanship. I'm not talking about their reaction. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about story craftsmanship. There are mechanics to genre storytelling that I don't think have been better utilized on screen than in the Spider-Man trilogy. And it was made 
so abundantly clear to me what happens when you have all of these big, huge moving set pieces, these big, huge, amazing moments that have to happen on a sci-fi fantasy action choreography kind of level. But you also have this character that you've taken this time to design and wind and build <clears throat> and give a world. And you start to realize, I'm like, no, nah, you know what? I ain't been to high school in a while, but some of this stuff resonates into your workplace. Some of this stuff, kind of these still beats of things where imposter syndrome shows up. Like, look, I've never been strong enough to one punch somebody down the hallway. Mm-hmm. But to recognize that this kid who could literally just Bruce Lee the fuck out of everybody still has imposter syndrome. But that's that's the thing I think that, again, people are missing. Uh, Spider-Man's one of the... It's also why Spider-Man becomes such a popular character, because it is this character that has all this power but like you said it's the responsibility it's the fact that he can't it, it, it goes back to some of the things that you know we talked about this when i talked with the about the superior spider-man run when dr oct you know takes over peter's body and becomes spider-man and realizes just how powerful he was like wait he's been pulling his punches the entire time it's like mm-hmm. yes dude yes you know and i think that's the thing with this film and and i'll also say this you know because i and i wanted to to do this and again not spoilers on this either because we usually wait until sunday to talk about it so and this will probably be out before then but i think there's also the master the mastery of what kevin feige does in dropping hawkeye around the same and especially the episode of hawkeye that just came out and not for the obvious reasons spoilery reasons but for the other reasons of the journey that you're seeing with kate and, and clint and you're really driving home with this episode this, this recent episode of uh, kate rails and it's like yeah, this shit ain't a fucking game. Like, the world right. is so much bigger than you think it is, and this is not something... And having that episode drop around the same time, when you're getting the same thing here, this is a character in Spider-Man that they brought in... Tom Holland Spider-Man, this is Peter Parker, they brought in this good. Remember, first time you met him was in Civil War. So he comes in, his first thing is he's fighting Captain America. <laughs> right? Like, that's his thing. He starts right. there. Right? He comes back and the first movie for his solo film is the thing now he has Iron Man. He's trying to live up to the expectations of Iron fucking man. Right? The second film is oh wait, I oh the second time you the next time you see him, it's in uh 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 Infinity War and Endgame. Literally the end of the world. His next solo film is when He's coming, finally coming back after a five-year layoff. The world has completely changed outside. You know, his people he thought um, were five years younger than them are now older than Like, it's all of this stuff is happening. And again, Quentin Beck shows up and it's like, yeah, the multiverse. And we got to do all this. You got to save this. And he's working with Nick Fury and doing all this stuff. And now in his last film, it's literally the multiverse. Again, not a spoiler because it's in the trailer and we know what this is. It's the multiverse and all this other stuff going on. Every time you see you've seen this character in the MCU, it's been around these big, big, huge things, and it's literally you got this little. When you look at him as Peter, it's just you're completely out of your depth. Oh my god, he's gosh. a senior. You're the most thing senior, he should be worried about is sitting in front of a cute computer, right. waiting to see if he got into college. You're you're a senior in the high school. Oh my god, go! What are we doing? Right? right, it's like it's it's that kind of stuff, and you're like, wow. And and the storytelling because they focus again, character driven storytelling. You can tell these big, big, grand stories and still get 
some major character development. So again, like you said, all that stuff people were talking about, like, oh well, you know, Peter should be broken. Peter should be this and that. This is this. It's like you actually get that. And and what I love about it is not only do they take things from the comics, I for anybody who's played Insomniac's uh, Spider-Man game, they took a lot of the story beats you get with Peter and his aunt and things like that from there. And they so straight out they snatched them straight out of the game. And so it's like you're getting all these moments that are just like, oh, my God, it's still just Spider-Man. It's still just mm-hmm. Peter. Even with all these crazy things that are happening, you know, and they but that still was the weakness right. in the other two franchises, quite frankly. It was always it wasn't so much that it was designed just around Spider-Man. It was designed around a Peter who didn't get to grow up, who didn't mm-hmm. get to change. Um, or the world around him wasn't, right? It's like right. he was always the center of, oh, wait, we have Spider-Man? Oh, this is the first time we've ever seen anything. Like, you're basically launching a a superpower world with Spider-Man in those other franchises, which kind of doesn't work because yeah, with the way that Spider-Man works is, no, 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 he's just a kid in this world with all these other things going on. You know, there's a moment in here where he's talking <laughs> about, you know, hey, I fought an alien. I fought a giant purple alien. And you're just like, the fuck what? he did? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. He did. He did. He was kicking uh, Thanos in the face. Oh my god. Yeah. It's you're like, like oh, shit. <laughs> forgot about that part. Right. You're like, oh shit. This actually happened. He was jumping through portals with 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 the wizard. It's like this is this is so much. And you're like, he's still just a kid. Even like but again, that's, but, going back but to that that's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. I meant. Peter has always been the smartest person in the room in mm-hmm. the other franchises. That's too. Yes. Except for the the either anti-hero or full-out villain. Mm-hmm. And because they've always made him that character, he's always had to be the one that 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 the things that they focused on in his life, they've always been a they've always been adult things. And or or it's about him being outwardly growing out of his awkwardness and growing into his superhero-ness, not just growing up. And this is the first time. And I think this is a part of the reason why some people were not necessarily that happy with Tom Holland, because he literally is a fresh-faced young man. And he came into this as a fresh-faced young man. And he's not awkward in the way that a lot of people accepted in how they quaffed Tommy McGuire. Tommy McGuire was two two steps off your school shooter. Creepy. Mm-hmm. Well, and, I, I've said this before. This is this is the problem with people's characterizations of Peter. People think Peter Parker was some kind of was a baby loser. Ted Kaczynski. Well, well, yeah, was a loser nerd, was like an incel, couldn't get... I'm like, do you guys re- read Peter Parker? Because uh, Peter Parker, he got women. Like, no, it's like Peter, Peter Parker like, got game. What like, are you talking yeah, about? yeah, Peter. Like, even in the early comics, like there'd be times when Peter was like that dude was like, I gotta get home, I gotta study, I gotta do things with my aunt. And then we were just like, that Peter, I'm interested in him. What is that up? I want to go and study. But, I want to go study but, with but Peter. People have right. to have this binary world where you can't be smart and geeky mm-hmm. and involved and also happy, well adjusted, and have a friend set. And if you do have friends, they have to be just as disassociated or ostracized or othered in ways that people expect. And that's what I've really enjoyed about this franchise is because, you know, yeah, he did like quiz bowl and math bowl, but 
they showed that to be much more of a realistic thing than it was. They had those kids had their they were own little clique. They had their own little set. It's like mm-hmm. they wasn't checking for the other people in school to see if they were getting picked on by those people because they was wilding out all on their own. It's kind of like how they got to play the whole one time at band camp all the way through the American Pie trilogy uh, series at this point. And one of the running jokes was, y'all have no idea what we got up to at band camp, which is in fact true. But this is the first time that they've actually brought that into the Peter Parker character. Mm-hmm. And taking away some of that outwardly ridiculousness, and it was ridiculous given that it was Toby frickin' McGuire. Um, you got to mo- you got to focus more on his friendships, on his relationship with his best friend. And by the way, this is how you do representation with a non-white character and you want to have them have a relationship and have them kind of be sidekick buddy energy mm-hmm. the relationship between him and his boy mm-hmm. ned th- mm-hmm. this is that this is how you do it there was no pandering there was no accidental racism there was no low-hanging fruit issues even with tony um revioli uh i can't pronounce uh revolari's character where he was kind of you know mm-hmm. yeah i know you're yeah they still this this is how you do it it's like there's depth there there's character arcs especially in this one you get to see more inside people's houses and their lives because the story beats are a little slower in the second act for specifically that reason Mm -hmm. but but they used all of those moments and all of that space to bring in the things from the previous spider-man franchises that need to stay in the world of peter parker and spider-man and the way that they did it was fantastic. Yeah. And, and again, and then, uh, talking about that, I think that there's, you know, I think the way that they used Doctor Strange and, and, and Wong in this, especially setting up for, I'll just say this, there, uh, I, I don't know, there, there's definitely two they put into the, the uh, press screener, the two uh, uh, after credit scenes, and um, you'll Folks will be very. Folks at mine were very happy with the very, very end credit one that I didn't know they were going to show or not, and they did. And um, let's just say you guys aren't going to be ready. Do not leave the theater until the, the lights the, come the, up. Right. Not just until you think it's over or the credits are done. Do not leave. Yeah, the, until the they last the lights are. But I, I will say this because, like, even what they've done, we were mentioning about like how you do non-white characters like that. What they've done with Wong. Yeah is 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 great <laughs> and when you get some further confirmation of some things that they've, they've kind of been hinting at with shang chi and other things like you'll you'll get a little bit more information on what they've done with wong and it's been it's 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 great there um what they've done with steven strange is also um great and again th- this is the thing that mcu does really well is not just building out the characters they have in front of you but also the surrounding characters and the surrounding story. There's at least two other major character setups that they are doing in this film here. And some of them happen earlier than you think they would. <laughs> There's one in there that I'm just like, okay. I, as soon as I saw I was like, okay, so we're oh, we're just starting off like this, huh? We're just going to come out the gate with this stuff. Okay. Out. 
Yeah, it just okay. came out the gate. I was just out the gate. Just we gonna start with this. We gonna we just not even gonna. Okay, all right, cool. All right, I see what you're doing. Yeah, right. Yeah, and again, like, I, right, and, and again, it's where we say the game is cheating because it's like we also know it's like well, you also got the Disney Plus shows too, and there's a synergy there. Man, there's so much do. cheating. Right, there's so much cheating because I'll, I'll say this, this is the other thing too because I also think that there's and we'll talk more. I'll go more to the depths of this in, when we do uh, the spoiler review, but I think there's also a setup here for. Some armor war stuff that they're kind of dealing with here. So there's there's a lot that they're doing here that they've they started doing. And and it's also it's an interesting thing, and, and this is just true in the comics as well. Spider-Man's also your good he's your good in-between character, right? Because he's he's he can be an Avenger, a Fantastic Four member. He can, you know, he can kick Thanos in the face, right? But he can also he's also honestly one of your street level characters, right? He's street level. And so there's been there's been a constant setup of building out what the street level in the MCU looks like properly, not with the Netflix shows, but like a proper idea of what you can do street level. You're seeing a little bit of that also with what they're doing with Hawkeye. They are now like what else is left? <laughs> you know, it's like you, you, you're you're doing You got a film that's building your multiverse, that's doing your street level, that's doing your mystic and magic. It's like, what what, what else is left? Like you did it all in one film and all oh, let's throw in a bunch of villains as well. You know, but it's breaking all this the rules. Film, it like breaks the rules and then answers the question about what's left because they show you and they do it in a way to where if you read the comics, you're kind of, you know, you're in screaming inside. You kind of want to scream outside. And I'm trying real hard not to say a particular character's right name right now because there's a moment where I flat out wanted to just scream at the screen mm-hmm. when they had something happen. But, um, but the other part of it is also like, come on, it just just fucking magic, y'all. Everything mm-hmm. is left. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please stop coming to these movies expecting them not to do comic book shit. Mm-hmm. Not to deal with Arkin, but I will also say, um, J.K. Simmons' character, mm-hmm. that was a chef's kiss of a whole different mm-hmm. kind of level. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 the 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 evolution uh, of that character in this movie alone, and the way they went about doing it, probably did everything that uh, Adam uh, McKay had to do, use the whole movie. Don't look up to to do to make the point and i think it probably did it a little bit more eloquently mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i can't say nothing else about that because all this shit is spoilers right so um yeah you know what Look, I, I think we just got to end it there we're gonna wait until Palm sees I, I fully expected getting getting late night texts from him um but <laughs> and again same director of the entire for all three so john watts really can i remember mm-hmm. what, what did he do what was the film he had done before remember it was a what uh cop car yeah cop car cop car that was and it. we were and all Clark, like i don't know about this right dude. came and came out of nowhere and and now owns probably the best trilogy in who writes her who writes for this uh chris mckenna and eric somers did they do all three don't remember, but I do right need now. to know now. Let's check. Yeah, please. they did. They did, and they did Ant Man and the Wasp. Again, and I think that's another thing that makes sense about what they're doing and why people need to basically just get off the um, the Marvel's dick when it comes to how they make movies. I know it's a big, huge machine, but 
It's a it's a, it's a machine. It's a well oiled, well. It's it's a well thought out machine. Well, like they've got writers. Do, man, well, I mean, they've done. They're doing. They're doing the comic book. You know, district the, the, the comic book model, right? Like you yeah. have a bullpen of writers. You have an editor in chief and in Kevin Feige and other small editors and things like that who are taking little things and going from there. They, they find a good. They find a good director who can tell a good story with with the right writers, and they're like, "Oh, cool! Here's a trilogy. Go and tell that story. Here's the overall arching thing that we're doing." Because I I think there was um, what was it? Uh, like I was seeing. Uh, this is not a spoiler because we know she showed up on, on on Hawkeye already. But like when the Hawkeye writers were like, "Oh yeah, we didn't know about the end credit scene to Black Widow." I'm like, "Yeah, but you know who did." The not just Kevin Feige, but some of the producers and some of the other writers and things like that. Because there's a there's an overarching, you know, theme. Yeah. There's a there's a writers' room. Like they're they're taking the common uh, the combination of the the Marvel bullpen and a TV a TV's writers' room, and they're combining it. And then it's because you have to do that. For- not everything about the movie system is the way it's designed for these types of things is bad. What's bad is when you're not paying people properly or when you're not well, taking care of them uh, on set properly. But the in and of itself, having a director know who his writers are going to be, having the writers know who the director is going to be, having all three of them know who's handling cinematography, know who's handling editing, having them know exactly which other teams are handling those things on their projects and when they need to talk is how you get something that can be big and be expansive. Because other people may have been missing what's going on with the emotional beats, but you cannot sleep on the action sequences, the direction, the visuals, and the score, and the sound engineering in these movies either. So mm-hmm. they may just be fan service for other people, but if this is how you feel like fans should be services, I need everybody to treat me at this level of fan. Please. Right. This Give is, me this intense spectacle. This movie is going to, uh, like I said, uh, I don't know where we'll end up because it's still the still a pandemic out there and Omicron's coming there. But if it wasn't a pandemic, this film would easily be up there. It would easily be another billion dollar film. I'm sorry, this so. movie's already done forty four million dollars in a pandemic. It's already done forty four million dollars already. No, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. I'm just I just wanna I just wanna caveat that in case it doesn't do I mean, it's here's the thing. I'll put it this way. It's going to be the biggest film that comes out of the during the pandemic since pa- yeah. post pandemic this will be the biggest film that comes out in history if, and i that. and i get right. being resentful that you're not the guy who can make that happen with your project you just don't but don't let people convince you in any way shape passion or form that that means that you are getting some kind of a lesser product because i tell you right now i love neo-noir i love new hollywood i love Artur and prestige films but one thing i will never pretend is that they can do any of this because mm-hmm. the only one who so far has proven that they can is chloe Zhao. Mm-hmm. just saying yeah yeah so You'll see her out here um, losing jobs and dropping bags because she can't get along with the people she's supposed to go work with next. These, now, these, mother, these, motherfuckers, these motherfuckers cheating. That's all I got for this. I don't know where they go next. Uh, and again, um, hell, I mean, and, and again, here's the, here's the here's the thing. I think that there's, um, and we'll talk more about this when we get into spoilers. But like, 
There's a lot of great moments here. They do a lot with a lot. I mean, again, it's not a spoiler. <laughs> so, <laughs> again, not a spoiler because you, you saw them in the trailer. So, you, we know Jamie Foxx's uh, Electro is back. And it was so funny because uh, when the movie opened up, they had, you know, before the movie started, they had, I, I think, um, Tom Holland and some other characters going like, hey, don't spoil the movie, things like that. And then Jamie Foxx was like, yeah, don't spoil the movie. And they're like, Jamie, you yeah, are a spoiler. Yeah, Jacob is like, Jamie, you a spoiler. Yeah, Jamie, you are a spoiler. He's just like, I'm a spoiler? It's like, yeah, motherfucker, you're a spoiler. But like, even when they do with, like, yeah. but here's the thing, here, here's the thing that I, I love about this, right? Kevin Feige and them said, hey, let, we'll handle it, right? Let us handle it. And I came, I remember when, when Sony thought they were going to be like, well, we, no, we'll do it. We'll take it from here. It's like, no, motherfuckers, you couldn't. Oh, you're cute. <laughs> yeah, you're so cute. cute. Right, all right. Uh, they were like, all right, cool. We can move out. No, 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 come back. Come back, right? Not only did Kevin Feige and them do it, tell a story that not just tell, you know, uh, tells a great story with Tom Holland Spider-Man, uh, not only expands out further the what they're doing in Phase 4, which I'll be honest with you, everyone should be afraid. Very, very afraid. Because they, yeah. Um, but Listen, also, I said something after the uh, an, an early movie that came out, yeah, about a character that showed up in their wild out, yeah. And I said to my friend, "I'm afraid of what shit's gonna be like by the time we see that character again, because I think it's gonna be a while. But I think we're gonna see that character again, and I already know I'm not ready. Mm-hmm. And by the end of this movie." And the lights came up. I looked at my friend and I said, mm-hmm. I told you I wasn't ready. Because yeah. <laughs> my friends are critics. So they were there and they were sitting next to me. And they just turned and cocked their eye at me. And I was like, one of these days, I'm going to come up with lottery numbers. Mm-hmm. On this but, particular level, I get to say, I love being right. And I yeah. am excited. I can't wait. Right. But I, I just, I mean, I don't like, I honestly will say, if I had seen what they did with No Way Home, I would probably have been less hesitant or concerned with how they were going to handle um, Kate's character because you get to see the full culmination of what they do when they have a a, a, a woman character who's young mm-hmm. who they need to bring to some level of maturity with Zendaya. Yeah. And um, getting to see how they brought her to the next level of where she needs to be on screen and getting to see how they treated Jacob and then getting to see how they did that with the continuance of what they did with Tom. I probably would have had a little bit more Faith. But again, again, I think this episode, the, we'll talk about it when we do talk about Even the episode we're doing now with Hawkeye, the, 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 this, this week's episode, have you seen it? No, I'm watching it when we get off here. Okay, cool. You spoiling it from, so, oh, yeah. Okay, but, but even, I, I wouldn't even say some of the spoilers, but like, when you see what they do with Kate's character in, in, in that episode, I think you're even, it, it drives home more of what we were talking about of, oh wait, these are, like, again, we know, they do on Young Avengers, guys. And when they do, yeah yeah i'm so ready i don't care what anyone says i'm so ready but But i'll tell you what all the stuff that leaked that makes you think you know things when you walk in here you don't know nothing but what i was going to also say is like uh, so i was saying they they do with this up but one of the other things they do is i think they also so they like i said they they expand the 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 you know what they they're doing a lot of stuff with with just expand the, the 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 Tom Holland character and, and, and some of the characters around him, they're expanding out just the full world of what they're doing and building out what they're building on this phase for, for MCU. But I'll say just with the, 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 the villains they bring in, cause they bring in villains from uh, the two other uh, Sony Spider-Man films. 
I want to be honest here. They do a lot to correct some of the things, and not just on some basis with like Jamie Foxx and being like, oh, yeah, let's not make Jamie Foxx look dumb and all blue like Dr. Manhattan. Let's actually make him look like this and do it this way. Like, they made these characters feel more like what they should have been. And so after all the other stuff, just with those first two things, Marvel would have made a great movie. They didn't decide, you know what we're going to do? We're going to help you guys out. and We're going to fix your earlier shit, too. And it's just like, and then there's a synergy here. Because mm-hmm. there's, a, <laughs> there's a comment of something about something that happens. Um, there's a comment about the Statue of Liberty. In um the, in in this week's episode of Hawkeye, it hits differently when you see No Way Home. It just does. So it's um, gonna hit so different for it, y'all. It's gonna hit so much differently. And and again, I mean, and again, I, I don't feel like this is a spoiler either. It's funny to me because you're there's again the synergy here. I, when I noticed the Rogers the musical billboard in the back of some of these scenes, I'm like, yes, I'm like. Oh, okay. We okay. I hate all of you. I was like, you guys are all smarter than me. (laughs) You guys are all some assholes. I just this. I mean, and this what it is. This is again. If you're listening to us to this, you're just listening to us be like. I I fully mean it. If you literally are listening to us because you need to be talked into watching this film. Oh come on! I don't I don't believe that people listen to reviews because they need to be talked into seeing films. But sometimes confirmation of your bias is not bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I th- I think if you're even contemplating going to see a Spider Man No Way Home, then you are already contemplating seeing Spider Man No Way Home. But I I'm happy to be able to say that this movie brings home the fact that I am very happy with the MCU six one six. And that they make it clear and they give space to still continue to respect the things that you've liked from the previous Sonys because they're not 616. Mm-hmm. So the things that happen, they even talk about some of the things that are different between um, what's happening between the dimensions. and uh, But then the places where they all come together is where you get your fun. Um, again, please don't go to a comic book movie expecting there not to be fun or for things not to be ridiculous. It's a fucking comic book movie. Um, if you're a casual And you and that sounds really terrible. And it was a gamer term. I'm sorry. At least I left that first word off. If you're a casual viewer and you only know what you've seen from the movies or, you know, from the TV show, that's all you need. If you're new to this, if you're new to the game and you don't know anything about this on God, you do not need to go binge any of the previous trilogies or any of the previous Spider-Mans to enjoy everything that happens in this movie and have it make sense to you. But once you watch it, if you go with someone who has seen those things, there are going to be moments where you're like, what's that about? I personally think this is going to enable people who are coming into this later. It's like people who are just now watching The Matrix because it was too young for them or something. If you're coming into this now and this is your Spider-Man and you go back and you watch some of the other Spider-Mans and you were like, well, that didn't age well. Trust me, everything's going to age differently after you've seen No Way Home and you'll be fine with it. Because it's not so much for me that they fixed some of the things, is they reoriented and they gave depth to characters that got rushed through in the other movies because the focus for those people in the story was always Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Spider-Man. So bringing in Doc Ock, bringing in Goblin, bringing in Electro, bringing in other people 
and other Spider-Mans, all things that we know because of trailers and spoilers. Stop, and stop. I'm, I'm gonna stop you right now. I'm gonna stop you right. Now. You're going. You're you're getting close. No, I'm not. I'm only talking just about the stuff that was in Don't the trailer, the or you know, bringing all of those things together and building a story completely changes the way that you're going to think about how you talk about movies in contemporary setting where there's magic. And I too believe after this, I. I'm excited to see what they do with X-Men when they decide to touch it. But I also now understand why they haven't decided to touch it yet. And I will, oh, yeah, yeah, I, will yeah, yeah. Gonna... I will park my impatience and shut up. Yeah, they're just, yeah, there was like, why why do it now when you know you can make two billion later? So um No, yeah. I'm I'm all, all impatience right. I had for them to hurry up, hurry up on anything else, it's all parked. Yeah. I'm gonna uh, let them cook. What would you I mean, I, I guess we gotta say what would you give out of ten? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Same here. Yeah, it's like yeah, this is this is what you guys wanted. This is you know and more. Yes, absolutely. I feel if anybody wants to press me on justifying giving this movie a ten, then we we can fight and we'll we'll dig into all the reasons why, at a narrative level, at a cinematic level, at every single thing that you're supposed to do for this type of movie for this type of genre film, it doesn't miss a beat. Well, so I'll, that's I'll a say this. and you know, because you know, we'll, the the rumor is that you know Tom Holland is still signed on for at least two more films, and and we'll, we'll see what the future is saying, you know, where where that goes and stuff like that. But like, I, I'll say this: the the other thing too is like, let's say he doesn't make any more. This is this is the this is the way you land the plane on a trilogy. It just is. I mean, you he they they talk the landing. You know, this is. What you asked for, this is what you needed. It, this is this is how you you do it. And let's say it's like, all right, cool, we did this. We're gonna give it back to you to to Sony and Sony. You take it from here. They could. Sony's not gonna do that if you're smart. You you let fight if I game them. We're gonna keep making these films for you, basically for free. You know, for whatever the deal is, then you fucking let them do that shit. Cash you guys, a check and shut up. Sony. Right, exactly. Because you guys can't do this shit. So, um, yeah. So, um, all right, folks, uh, stay tuned on spoiler route. I'll try to, we'll try to get, get us, maybe, um, maybe we can do a quick one on Saturday or something like that, but we'll, we'll Listen, them out, I will, know. I'm perfectly okay with staying on Sunday. If y'all got it in you to do spoiler. Right. right. So let me, let me, we'll find out when, uh, when deep home Texas tonight, go for from there. Um, but yeah, stay tuned. We got, we'll have plenty, plenty to talk about. So. Um, all right, folks, thank you guys very much for listening. And until next time, we are out of here. Peace. Bye.